There is a word from the Lord. As we continue this series that God gave us, simply entitled Just One Word. And I will confess to you that when God gave me this series, I contemplated. Because I said, Lord, you're really having me to simplify things. And God says, I do. And I knew earlier this year, even before we got to this series, that God was moving me in a direction of helping us to remove clutter so that we could enjoy clarity. And the message preceded the series was from clutter to clarity. (laughs) And God says, for the next 12 or so weeks, 13 weeks, I'm not sure how many, I just want you to share from the subject perspective one word. And the assignment for you, Daryl, and the assignment for those that will listen to the words that I will send is for them to concentrate on that one word for that week. And at the beginning, God says, we're going to develop a word cloud. And when it's all said and done, we will know and we hear the words ringing in our ears, empowered, thankful. We will hear the words confident. We will hear the word blessed. And then we will hear this word on this fifth message of this series. Some of these words have been inspirational. They were given for the purpose of inspiring us throughout the week. But then some words, and this word in particular today, is more motivational than inspirational. Motivational means it it not only inspires us, but it encourages us to do something, to go forward. So God has given us this word for this week. And the text is found in the book of James chapter 1, verses 2 through verse 4. And we've chosen the NIV translation to read this morning. James chapter 1, verses 2 to verse 4, reading from the NIV, the New International Version translation. Hear the reading of God's holy word, beginning at verse 2. James, who was the brother of Jesus, an apostle of the New Testament church, writes this word. Consider it pure joy. King James puts it a way that you are perhaps more familiar with. Consider it all joy. My brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And verse 4 says, Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not liking anything. And we ask God's blessings on the reading and the hearing of his word. For the next few moments, we want to uplift this word for this week. And the word simply is perseverance. 
Someone help me say perseverance. Clap those hands as you take your seat and give God a hand of praise. Perseverance. It has been said, and I agree with this assessment, that perhaps perseverance is one of those common attributes that is found in the lives of most successful people, no matter their profession, no matter their background. If you look at most successful people, and you have known me long enough to know that my definition for success has nothing to do with the stuff you possess or the titles that are associated with your name. Sex has more to do with your state of mind, your well-being, your relationship with God. There, there is a wonderful quote that simply says, great works, listen to this, are performed not by strength, but by perseverance. Samuel Johnson is quoted as saying this. For the 19th century French poet and novelist, in fact, one of my favorite philosophical authors, uh, Victor Hugo, is quoted as saying this. Perseverance is the secret of all triumphs. Hmm. Perseverance is the secret of all triumphs. When we talk about perseverance, what are we talking about? There are so many definitions. If you Google the word, you'll find many from Merriam-Webster to other dictionaries. But this is one that I want to share with you. Perseverance is defined as steady persistence in a course of action a purpose, a state, or etc. Here's the part that I like, especially in spite of difficulties, obstacles, or discouragement. Perseverance is the continuation of going forward despite obstacles and difficulties or discouragement. The key word in this definition, the key words, in fact, there are two in this definition, are the words steady and persistent. That's what perseverance is. It's been steadfast. It's been persistent. I would venture to tell you that when we look at most people's lives that we have admired throughout the pages of history, history has a tendency of of really focusing more on the mountaintop achievements than it does on the struggles and the valleys that they had to go through to get there. We hear the names of great and famous people, some uh, that are even in the Bible, and we think of all of their achievements. We think of the Apostle Paul, and we think of a man who writes more books in the Bible than anyone. In fact, where would the New Testament be without the Apostle Paul? 
But we rarely talk about the fact that he was arrested three times. And he was imprisoned three times. We rarely talk about the fact that most of his writings were written from prison cells. During times when he was incarcerated. He writes his most profound uh, works during times in which he knew he would lose his life. Historians tell us right outside of his Roman cell was the guillotine, was the chopping block. And they put it there on purpose to discourage him. Knew that every morning he woke up, he would say, one day I'm going to lose my head there. But he never gave up. And so if you think about Paul, don't just think about his achievements, but think about what he had to go through to do all that he had to do. Then I think about who has become my favorite historical figure outside of the Bible, and that would be Nelson Mandela. I, and, and I make no secret about that. I said once years ago that the only person on earth I desired to see in person was Nelson Mandela. Was almost there, couldn't make it happen. Somebody was work, working on it for me uh, when he became sick and we could not make it happen. And all I wanted to do was to just meet him and say thank you. Because see, most people think that I'm inspired by Nelson Mandela because he became the first uh, black president of South Africa. And that's notable and that's a great achievement. But you know what impresses me the most is that he was incarcerated for 27 years. 27 years. And I remember the great interview, uh, Elder Robert, and when they interviewed him after 27 years, uh, a journalist from Great Britain asked him, you must be bitter. And he says, I'm not, but I'm better. <laughs> and that's when I just fell in love with him. I just, I was like, Lord, that's it. That is it. Forget about the achievements. Forget about becoming uh, the first African president of South Africa. But think about this. 27 years of being incarcerated wrongly. And you walk out of that jail cell and say, I refuse to leave bitter, but I will leave better. 27 years. That's what we ought to remember about Nelson Mandela was his perseverance. And then our own superhero in America, the late Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. We all know the stories. We can quote the speeches. We know the mountaintop speech. We are familiar with a letter from the Birmingham jail. We know all of his time spending at the White House. But here's the thing about Dr. King that rarely gets reported. He was arrested 29 times. 29 times Dr. King was arrested. And so when you hear the speech that I've been to the mountaintop, then you've got to understand, here's a man who has gone through something. So perhaps this next quote that I'm going to share with you 
from Dr. King, you could see it in a different context, considering the fact that even as a young man, before he was 40 years old, he had been arrested 29 times. It would have been so easy for Dr. King to quit, to give up. Let me speak to this generation of people who want a lot but don't want to have to go through much. Dr. King never gave up. So he writes these words. Wonderful quote of Dr. Martin Luther King. He says this as relates to perseverance. He says, if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. <laughs> Is there anybody in here says, that's my testimony, Pastor Jackson. Listen, I may not be as strong as I used to be, but I'm going to keep moving. And I'm going to keep going. And Job says, though he slayed me, yet will I trust him. Is there anybody that's going to keep going? I know you go through something, but guess what? Join the club. We all have been through something. But you've got to learn how to shake yourself off. Get up, hold your head up high, and keep moving forward. I just want to know, is there anybody in here who will develop the attitude, I can't give up? now come on somebody is there anybody who says pastor jackson i can't give up now for you're not the only one who's lost a loved one you're not the only one whose marriage has fallen apart you're not the only one who's struggling to pay your bills there are things in all of our lives listen everybody's got a story and too often, we are more concerned about concentrating on people's glory without seeing and understanding their story. How many of you know that before you had glory, you have a story and you still got a story? Oh, that's a good time, uh, Brother Zion, for somebody to put a praise on you don't know my story, you will under never understand my glory anyone right take 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 20 seconds and give God a praise for the story behind your glory Woo! there's a story there's a story behind your deliverance behind your healing thanks be unto God now therefore be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Listen. Uh, Jesus says to his disciples in the gospel that has been recorded by St. Matthew's chapter 24 and verse 13, the New Living Translation, part of that verse says this, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. It doesn't matter how fast you are, how strong you may be, but if you can't take a licking and keep ticking, then you aren't going to make it. How many of you know that your goal is not to be the first there, but to get there at your own time? 
you, you want to endure everything you have to go through and say, I'm still standing. You want to be able to brush yourself off and say, I'm still standing. Woo! Why? And stop feeling sorry for yourself when you go through stuff. It's all a part of life. But if you can just make it to the end. Listen, dry your tears, wipe them. For the Bible says weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Everybody has had at least one night of crying. But you've got to understand that there's something that comes behind that night of crying, and that is joy in the morning. Anybody know that God will bless you despite all that you've gone through? Listen, as we transition to this text, this wonderful, incredible passage of scripture that's found in the book of James. James is such a practical biblical writer. <laughs> although he was the brother of Jesus, although he was a leader in the New Testament church, but James, James wasn't really that deep, but he was really, really practical. In fact, the biblical scholar by the name of Dr. Paul Cedar writes that the book of James can be referred to as a practical how-to manual for vital Christian living. Think about that. If you want a how-to manual, <laughs> then the book of James is perhaps where you ought to go. But there are several how-to subjects that's found in the book of James. Subjects such as how to overcome temptation, how to obtain wisdom, and what is found in today's text that simply deals with how we can deal with trials and temptation. For all of us have been through something. All of us would have trials and temptation. But look at what James writes in this incredible reference of scripture. James writes these words that are found in verses 2 through 4. Listen, and after we share these verses, I'll share with you three key insights. But listen to what James writes. He says, and I quote, consider it pure joy. Uh, the new King James says, consider it all joy. When you face trials of many kinds. James goes on to write, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Mark this verse down. Highlight this on your phones, on your iPads, and your Bibles, because it has a message for all of us. Three key things that are found in these uh, three verses that we want to share with you, uh, and then we're done. But look at what James says. Number one is this. James says, uh, in life we will have trials of many kinds. This is what the text says. 
if you live long enough, in fact, you don't even have to live that long. <laughs> uh, but anybody born of a woman is full of trouble uh, and many days and full of trouble. Listen to what he says. You will have trials of many kinds. Not just physical or emotional or financial or social, but all kinds of trials will come in your way. Yes, there will be people that don't like you. Yes, you will have family drama. Yes, you will have workplace drama. Yes, you will have church drama. Uh, why? Because that is life. Trials of many kind. If you are sharing this earth with human beings, you will have trials. Am I right about it? Do not expect that your life will be, I tell young uh, couples that are about to get married, first thing you need to expect will be difficulties. And I'm not just talking about family difficulties, uh, but if, if you think every day is going to be lovey, lovey, listen, this is not Hallmark. This is not lifetime. You can't fast forward the things that you don't like. You've got to, some mornings you're going to wake up and you are not going to want to even speak to each other. But you've got to press your way forward. Some days you're going to go to work and they would have gotten on your last nerve. And it takes every ounce of Holy Ghost you've got not to tell them something. But you've got to expect that wherever you go. There will be trouble in your life. The Greek scholar and theologian A.T. Robinson writes, we are surrounded by trials and temptations. In other words, wherever you go, see what, what amazes me is how people think if they change their location, they can change their situation. May I preach? For all, all I need is just a new relationship. All I need is just another church. All I need is just a new this, a new job. But what you forget is that you take you wherever you go. Amen. And I don't care where you go, you will meet demons and you will run across trials and tribulation. There is no perfect situation. Every morning you wake up, there's something you've got to deal with. No wonder the Bible says in Jeremiah Lamentations, it is of the Lord's mercies that we have not been consumed. Look at what Jeremiah the prophet writes. It is of the Lord's mercies that we've not been consumed. His compassion fails not. Then he writes these words. It is renewed every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Anybody know you need new mercies every morning? I know some of you are so deep, you don't need it but once a month. But I need it every morning I wake up. I need, a, I need new mercies every morning. And I need to say, Lord, bless me. Lord, have your way. Lord, do it right now. Anybody know you need something from the Lord? Right now, this morning you woke up, 
You needed God to do something. There will always be something. Always be something. You've heard me say this all the time. I forget who told me this, but somebody said this to me during the years as I was coming up as a young minister. They said, don't let trouble surprise you. And I couldn't understand that. Uh, Deacon Wilson, I couldn't, uh, Carlos, my friend, I couldn't understand that, man. What do you mean? Don't let trouble surprise. It says, in other words, expect that there will always be something. Amen, somebody. Expect that there will always, in fact, you need to tell the next demon that comes upon you, what took you so long here? And here's the deal. What you did to the others, you'll do to them. If God bless you then, God can bless you again. Someone in here has a blessing that God has been good to me and he keeps blessing me over and over and over. Somebody say it over and over and over and over again. So the first key insight is that in life we will have trials of many kind. Take a picture of that. <laughs> Write that down. In life, we will have trials of many kind. And then the second key insight, observation, or takeaway from this text is this. We are, and this is the part that really blessed me, you can't control what happens to you, but you can control how you respond. Let me say that again, make sure I'm in the right church. You can't stop people from acting crazy around you and doing all kind of crazy things to you, but you can control how you respond. Here's what Paul writes in the second key insight. We are to face our many kinds of trials with a spirit of joy. And I would add, of great joy. Verse number two, first the King James says, count it all joy. NIV says, consider it pure joy. The New Living Translation says, consider it an opportunity for great joy. What if your struggles and your trials, you view them as an opportunity for great joy? What if, in fact, you did save your best praise for your worst days? What if every time the enemy bothered you, you would have so much joy and you would praise God so that you would confuse the adversary and people would think you've lost your mind. How, wait a minute, you got fired and you're praising God? You're broke and you're praising God? Why? Because I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall always be in my mouth. You got a bad report from the doctor and you're still praising God. You're losing both of your legs and you're talking about, I can't wait to get back to church. 
Somebody ought to give God your best praise. Come on, someone. Come on. Woo. Count it all joy. Count it all joy. Count it all. Count it all joy. Count it all joy. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. It could have been another way. Lord, I thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I didn't want to go through what I went through. Come on, somebody. Lord, I thank you. See? See? See, the Lord dropped this in my spirit. To some of you, cancer has given you a new appreciation for who God is. And I did not wish any of you go through that, but some of you, because you went through something like that, you came out stronger and better than what you've ever been before. Somebody ought to give God your best praise and count it all joy. Come on, by the way, every now and then we have praise breaks in the middle of the sermon. Take 20 seconds to stand to your feet, open your mouth, throw your head back, Shabbat the Lord your God. Tell him thank you. Thank you. You didn't have to do it. You didn't have to do it. But you did. That's right, that's right. That's right, that's right. Ten more seconds. Ten more seconds. Come on like you've already won act like excuse me Carlos but act like Texas A&M when you beat Alabama act like you've already won any fans over here now don't tell me I don't act that way at church but when your Cowboys or your Washington football team, or your Pittsburgh Steelers do all right. Y'all can't shut up. But when I think of his goodness and what he's done for me, when I think of his goodness and how he set me free, I... Count it all joy. Count it all joy. Listen, stand to your feet wherever you are. This is the third and the final instant. The testing of your faith produces perseverance. Verse 4 tells us that when perseverance, listen to this, finish its work, mm, we will become mature and complete, not lacking anything. 
And then the 12th verse of James chapter 1. Listen to what James writes. 12th verse, we're done. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trials because having stood the test, having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love them. Having stood the test, sure. <laughs> Having gone through what you went through. <laughs> so many testimonies are in here. <laughs> people who persevered. So many people is so encouraging that you didn't give up. <laughs> ah, Sister Ned Johnson, you, you are such an encourager to so many people because you didn't give up. <laughs> Ah, so many people would have just given up. But somebody says, I stood the test. I stood the test. And God has for you a crown of life. And so as we prepare to conclude this message, let us remember that our trials and hardships often work for our good. Producing the word for this week, somebody shout perseverance, which makes us stronger, which makes us mature, which makes us complete. And then I'll conclude with our theme scripture for the year. Whew. Please put it on the board. First Peter chapter 5, verse 10. The New Living Translation. <laughs> this is for someone. In his kindness, God called you to share in his eternal glory by means of whew, Christ Jesus. This is a part of that verse I like so much. So after you have, whew, <laughs> I thank you, Lord. So after you have suffered a little while. Please tell somebody you've got to go through something. So after you have suffered a little while, he will restore, support, and strengthen you. And he will place you. Woo. <laughs> on a firm foundation. The, the altar is now open. Somebody say, Lord, help me to persevere. Lord, give me the strength to go through what I've got to go through because I can't give up now. Is there anyone in here who just says, I can't, I can't give up now. Come on, praise and worship team. Listen to the words written by the gospel artist Mary and Mary who writes this very encouraging song as we open the altar. The words for this week is perseverance. Listen to the words of the songs that says, There 
will be mountains that I will have to climb. There will be battles <laughs> that I will have to fight. But victory or defeat is up to me to decide. But how can I expect to win Woo. if I never try? I just can't Ooh, huh? give up now. <laughs> Ooh, somebody lift those hands and say, I've come too far from where I started <laughs> from. Nobody told me that the road would be easy. But you know what? I don't believe he's brought me this far to leave me. Somebody clap those hands and tell the Lord that's my testimony as the praise and worship team comes right now. Listen. listen. There will be mountains uh, that I will have to climb uh, and there uh, will be battles that's life, that I will uh, have that's to life. fight uh, but victory or defeat uh, is up to me to decide but how can I expect to win win if I never if I never try I just can't give up now everyone lift those hands and sing that song come too far from where I Started from. Oh, nobody told me the road would be easy. I don't believe he's brought me this far to lead me. Never said there wouldn't be trials. Never said I wouldn't fall. Never said that everything will go the way I want it to go. But when my back is against the wall and I feel my hope is gone, I'll just lift my head up to the sky and say, help me to be strong. Oh, I just Anyone's testimony? Give up now. 
That's Any kind because you know, whew, listen, that the testing of your faith produces something that's called perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature, so that you may be complete, and so that you may not like anything in your life. What people do not know is that everything you went through made you a better person. <laughs> made you stronger. Some of you ought to send a love offering to some of your haters. <laughs> Tell them I just want to bless you because everything you took me through just made me stronger. Made me mature, made me complete, allowed you to be the person that God desired for you to be today. Close those eyes to those of you that are joining us virtually. There are contact numbers on the screen. Now here's the key. Please don't miss this before we pray. This epistle that James wrote this letter that James wrote the book of James it was written to believers it was written to faith walkers because see if you don't have faith if you haven't committed your life to the Lord this makes no sense to the logical secular humanistic spirit this makes no sense how can you count it all joy when you go through the trials and the tribulations that you've gone through? But to those of us whoo, who walk not by sight, but by faith, whoo, it makes all the sense in the world. Because here's the key, we know what comes after this, amen. We know what comes after this. Peter writes, so after you have suffered a little while, 
He will restore. He will support. He will strengthen you. We know what comes behind this. I want you to know something. That we count it all joy. We persevere. Because it builds our strength. It builds our character. Close those eyes. Lord, we thank you for this fifth message in this series. Thank you for the word for this week. It's perseverance. We can't give up now. There will be no quitting, Lord. Lord, we, we will go through trials and tribulations, but we will only become stronger. We will become more mature. <laughs> the word that James uses is that we will become complete. We will not lack anything because perseverance helped us to become a stronger person. Thank you, Lord. So we've learned to thank you even for our trials tribulation some that are sitting under the sound of my voice and I know their testimonies they've been through chemotherapy some of them are going through dialysis some have lost the use of their limbs they're not as mobile as what they used to be but they refuse to complain <laughs> because they know that there's something better coming after this and we say thank you thank you Lord for this word for this week and when we wake up tomorrow morning perseverance will be on our minds when we encounter obstacles or critics or hardships perseverance will be on our minds and we say thank you for we've already overcome this is our prayer. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And all the worshipers join in with us right now. And come on and praise well, him. Clap those hands. I don't believe. Wave at somebody and say, I don't believe. Come on. Call the number. Elders and ministers are in the back. If you want to join the church, if you want to make a commitment to the Lord. Everybody, I don't believe. Yeah. I don't Come on believe. No. I don't believe. Yeah. Anyone believe that? I don't believe. Yeah. 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 Being a part of this worship service to those of you who are joining us virtually thank you to those of you so many of you have returned to the worship center thank you so much we invite you to join us on tuesday night as we will continue words of encouragement a study of the psalms we have another song that we're going to share with you on tuesday night remember those services are virtual uh, and so join us as we share them with you thank you for your contributions to the vision offering. Thank you for all the many wonderful sacrifices so many of you have made. And on the second Sunday in November, we are preparing the presentation as we speak. 
there are things that we want to share with you. The problem is God keeps adding to the list. Amen. He keeps adding to the list. Even yesterday on a Saturday morning, I'm home minding my business. Somebody picks up the phone, called me, and says, I thought about something that would be good for your church. Would you be interested? I had to put the phone down and say, Lord, what are you trying to do? God says, I told you I'll blow your mind. Amen. Anybody know that God will blow your mind? God will do it. Amen. So thank you for that. Thank you. Keep the faith. And remember, the word for this week is perseverance. Amen. Lift those hands. Now may the grace of God, the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with us now, tomorrow, and forevermore. And the church said, Amen. Come on, praise team. Take us out. Thank each and every one of you for tuning in. If you desire prayer, please call 1-888-776-1238. There are many safe, secure, and easy ways to give to Bible Way Church of Atlas Road. Online giving is available to both members and guests through my connections at bwcar.org. You can choose to give through your bank, checking, debit, or savings account. You can give via our mobile giving app by texting BWCAR along with your giving amount to 73256. You can mail your check to P.O. Box 90309, Columbia, South Carolina, 29290. Please do not mail cash. Financial donations will also be accepted at the church on Tuesdays from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. If you feel as if this service was a blessing to you or if you are moved by this message in any way, please be sure to share it with your family and friends. For additional announcements and for more information, be sure to visit our website. That's bwcar.org.